0: The VO Meter is produced in part using Source Connect, made by source-elements.com. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Episode 73 of the VO Meter.
2: Measuring your voice over progress.
1: We have just wrapped up Evocation 2021, and so now we're going to talk about it.
2: Yeah, we had a great time being back as official podcast partner of the conference. Thanks to Karen Gilfrey and Jamie Muffet, or Mufe as became popular over the weekend, <laughs> for having us back. And we were thrilled to be back and, and participate in the conference. And we've got some live sound we're going to play for you from some of the attendees a little bit later. But first, we're going to just recap our thoughts about the conference. So, Sean, what did you think?
1: It was amazing, honestly. Um, I mean, we've been to a lot of conferences over the years, but I was just amazed, at, like how often my mind was blown and how much like actionable advice I came away from uh, the conference this year. And what was really cool was that it, it, like I wasn't the only one. I felt like a lot of the presenters were actually present throughout, and really, it was amazing, like watching Tracy Lindley shouting out Maria Pendolino and. And that, or just the various speakers talking about the things that they were learning throughout the conference and kind of promoting every or cross-promoting everyone it was a really cool experience
2: yeah it was great to see people like uh david tobak participating in the socials uh, jean francois was on one night um maria pendolino was pretty much always right i feel like she puts in probably the most effort of any of any presenter or even participant she's kind of always there always offering free advice on the chat even if she's not speaking on the mic so kudos to maria for always being available to what what was an audience of a lot of new talent i think and always being available to answer their questions
1: yeah she's a perpetual vo resource i love it so what were some of your highlights Let's see. Well, I mean, they started off with a great opening night with uh we had Mara Juno as the keynote speaker, and I having been friends with Mara, it was amazing to learn so much more about her, like her uh her like her early life and her early career and like I already loved and respected her before, but like now so much love, so much respect for everything that she's like all the challenges she's faced and all the success that she's she's fought so hard for and just Deserves so much. I mean, it was very inspiring and very galvanizing to hear what she went through and the fact that she did not let it stop her, but if anything, she let it fuel her progress.
2: Yeah, and we talked, or at least I talked with some of the people I interviewed about how how great Mara was in spite of her talking to us a few days before, and I think as, as close to the conference as seven days before saying she had no idea what she was going to talk about and was kind of worried about how it would come off. But she did a fantastic oh, job. Oh, I knew she
1: was going to do fine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> she did a great job. I would, just, I would say more than fine. Great job. Everybody everybody was mm-hmm. just moved moved emotionally and to take action because of, of her words. In fact, Liz Dineshnera, chimed in that she was driving on the New York State Thruway which is a very busy highway for you non-east coasters and had to pull over to the side of the road because she was almost in tears from Meristock just tearing up and didn't want to crash yeah. exactly <laughs> smart move
1: but it it was amazing and and there really was a sense of of camaraderie and and what was cool is that even though this was a online experience it felt very much like a shared experience um like I was saying with, with some of the presenters who were t- like participating in the various panels and kind of talking each other up. But also, of course, the attendees who had spent this whole like 48 hours of, of craziness and education together and, and then chatting in the social events afterwards. It was very, very cool. But um, to, back to your question, one of the kind of the key takeaways for me, something that really resonated with me, especially in this last year that we've all been through was during the working prose panel with, with Trey Mosley, Maria Pendolino, Kristen Lance, and uh, Tish Hicks. And at one point, somebody had asked, what do you do when when you have a dry spell, when you're not booking for a very long time? How do you deal with those dark times? How do you stay motivated? And Maria had mentioned that you need to have something that... Ignites your soul as much as VO. It doesn't have to be another career. Uh, it could just be a hobby, it could be the relationships you have, it, it could be like whatever. But it got me thinking, and I was like, you know, I don't really have that. <laughs> and like I'd been so immersed in my VO journey for like the last eight years or so, and It it had its highlights, but there was a lot of sacrifices that were made. Like I I gave up a lot of um, things that I enjoyed and like I had, I've talked about this a little bit, but like I had kind of like, (laughs) my body had withered away a little bit over the years as I spent so many years at the computer and working my teaching job and also working like eight hours at night for a long period of time. It was just a very self-sacrificing, very focused um, work. Uh, Or like period of work for a very long time and my health suffered for it like I developed back pain I developed wrist problems Uh, I gave up all the things I used to love like playing bass and like going out on adventures and trips and exercising and all that stuff and you grow bitter like you you begin to resent this thing that you've spent so much time on and so much effort and energy and money and and so like, I haven't really talked about this on the pad- podcast, but like a few months ago, I made the decision where I was like, no, I am not going to destroy myself to pursue this thing that I love. And so I backed away from it for a little bit. I started focusing on myself more. I started, like, I made doctor's appointment after doctor's appointment to be like, to, to look at everything like why is my back hurt so much what is wrong with my hands how can I fix these problems and then started doing or like and then get a vocal or like got went to an ENT to get my voice analyzed which is something you should definitely do just because I had had like an, an acute case of laryngitis recently and I wanted to make sure that my instrument was not did not have any serious problems right so if anything else this conference really got me to take stock of my my personal health and the, the health of my business and really to look at all those problems and start dealing with them and to really try and optimize both. And I can tell you right now, you gotta take care of your health. Like your body, as we said at the conference, your body is your instrument. You need to take care of it. Even if it means writing up stuff like a massage, right? There is no excuse to not take care of yourself.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I guess I've taken for granted that I've always had my family as a as a other pursuit and sometimes distraction, but in a good way. A check so, to
1: your balance, yeah.
2: Yeah, I I can't really focus as much as I as other people probably can, including you, because the kids are constantly pulling me away to things, and I constantly have to pick them up from school, take them to baseball. I coach all their sports teams, so that's where I've always poured my extra energy into, probably with as much passion as I have for VO. So that is an interesting takeaway. It makes a lot of sense when you break it down like that.
1: Brilliant. What about you? What were some of your key takeaways?
2: Well, you know me, I always like to take down some quotes, so I had a couple of, of cool ones. <laughs> um early on uh for or in the schedule, so Mara right away in her keynote, one thing that she's or two things she said was you need somebody in your corner that's going to be like your cheerleader and sometimes that person has to be you so you have to believe in yourself before anyone else will believe in you is basically what she was saying and i totally get that and talking about the pandemic and how everyone's talking about getting back to normal and the new normal mara's takeaway from 2020 was what if we came back better than normal and i think that's just a perfect way to encapsulate the right attitude coming out of the the pandemic and what we've done over the last year and we t- forgot to talk about Gilbert Gottfried. He was the entertainment on the oh, first night. And he was hilarious. <laughs> my favorite part was when uh, he did a, a live version of WAP, the song by Megan B. Uh, e. Stallion.
1: I oh, my God. I could not
2: believe and it. It was so good. Oh, my God. Oh, if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you were at the conference, there is a full version of him singing that uh, Frank Verde <laughs> has it if you reach out to him if you're friends with frank and he'll send it to you it's freaking hilarious (laughs) and then the other thing just a quick reminder yeah go ahead
1: i was just saying and just a quick reminder if you were at the conference make sure that you like the the content is available to view now until july 1st so if you want to watch that if you want to watch some of the informational things that happened go ahead and do that because you only got about a week or two to do it
2: yeah i was just rolling listening to that i actually played it for my my 13-year-old son, which is not the best parent- parenting decision, <laughs> but he's familiar with the actual song, which is probably worse, or at least equally mm-hmm. bad, so it was fine. He was rolling as well, even though he, has, he doesn't really know anything about Gilbert other than Iago from from Aladdin, mm-hmm. so he thought that was funny. And then the other thing Gilbert said, they asked him uh, what his secret was to, to landing gigs, and he said, I always had stupidity on my side. <laughs> 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 and then someone put in the in the comments. I love that. Hashtag stay stupid. <laughs> I can certainly identify with that. And Tom Deere um, has some great tips, as always. I've sp- I've spoken to Tom probably more than anyone else at this conference, both at conferences and then in person. And I still pulled away s- some things from him. One thing was to when you're listening, you have a spot, and you're trying to decide your direction and what choices you're going to make. If you can get the music for the spot, if it, a lot of times when they come to the voiceover, we're the last piece and everything else is already produced, right? They have the music, they have the storyboard, sometimes they even have the video. If you can get the music, that'll help you frame your choices. It can help your read tremendously. And totally agree. Whenever I've had a chance to listen to a spot that either a scratch track or already has music behind it, it helps me tremendously. And then Definitely. something I've ascribed to my entire life, Tom quoted Chris Rock in saying, when you're coming to a session or in, in life in general, there's no such thing as early. There's only on time and late. <laughs> and
1: Def- That resonated too, for sure.
2: My wife and kids know I'm always early for everything, and I've always ascribed to that theory as well. Uh, and then Maria Pendolino, some great takeaways from her, as always. One I wrote down was you don't have to say yes. So when you're negotiating, don't. no is a very powerful word. So you don't have to say yes to everything. If it's something that either you can't come to agreement with on a budget or it's something you're uncomfortable with, or the usage isn't going to work out, Don't you don't have to say yes, and absolutely makes sense. Especially
1: eh. for new talent, because you can be so eager and, well, let's be honest, desperate for gigs sometimes, and you just want to chomp at the bit at whatever comes your way, but you, you need to be selective and analytical in your opportunities. You need to understand, is this really going to help you reach your goals, and if it does, is are you going to be compensated fairly in, in accordance with industry standards?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple other takeaways I have from Tom Aglio, who his session was really eye opening. I need to go back and rewatch that because he has some absolute gems of information. Actually, hands on ways to use use social media to market your business, and I need to go back and watch it again because I was it was too fast. I couldn't follow it all. Uh, <laughs> but one thing he did he did point out was this acronym called BLUF, which is bottom line up front, which means Always put the bottom line of what you're trying to get across in the email up front because you may not get a chance to actually address what you want to a- address in the email if you have too much fluff in the beginning. If you have an email that has hmm. five sentences of, Hi, I'm Paul. I'm a voice actor. I'm based in Baltimore. I have a dog. I have three kids. I like to play baseball. If I, by the time someone reads all that, they're not going to have any idea what you're talking about. So bottom line up front, Hi, I'm a voice actor. Here's some of my work. I'd like to, I, I think I can help your company. Get that up front. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, Jordan Reynolds has Absolutely. some great stuff. Uh, the, the main thing I took away from Jordan because a lot of his stuff was geared towards understanding audio tech, which I feel like I have a pretty good handle on. Jo- not as much as Jordan, but uh, you know, you and I are, are tech geeks and have spent a lot of time putting together our studios. But he pulled out this plugin called TDR Nova, which I wrote down, which he said is his favorite plugin mm-hmm. of all time. So if that's if Jordan gives that endorsement, I'm gonna check it out for sure.
1: Yeah, he recommended it a lot in his um, his Audio Ninja Masterclass uh, as well, so mm-hmm. I checked it out and it's very, very helpful.
2: Jean-Francois Donaldson has some great tips. He also mentioned musicality, talking about how his his background in, in music helps him with his reads, similar to what Tom Deere was saying and I loved hearing that from somebody else. And then the other thing he said that really resonated with me was that an agent or the agent is an employee in your business, so you need to have a relationship with your agent that works for you. If the agent isn't working for you, you need to maybe fire that agent or look elsewhere, or at least have a conversation to talk about what you want out of that relationship. The agent is an employee in your business. And then uh, the last one that the quote that really resonated with me was Anna Bocino. She said that we're not doing the deep creative work. We're promoting the deep creative work, which really resonated with me because it's basically saying, don't, don't take yourself too seriously. That, while what we do is important we're really helping to promote the creative process in most cases i mean obviously creating characters is creative Mm -hmm. but in, in the most for the most part our jobs is to help promote the work that's already been done especially in the case of promo which she specializes in
1: yeah i like to think of us as a medium you know like we're literally just delivering a message and we should be as invisible and unobtrusive about it as possible like that doesn't pertain to character work so much but you get the idea like, just be invisible and get out of the way.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. So that pretty much wraps up my notes about the conference. Is there anything else you wanted to address before we move to our live sound?
1: Yeah, one other thing, too, uh, that kind of resonated with me was actually something J. Michael Collins mentioned during the uh, the narrator panels, uh, the narration panel, and that was the importance of diversifying your income because very often, especially in this online voiceover marketplace, people tend to put all of their eggs in one basket. And I admit I've been guilty of that in in the past myself. And he said, he's like, you should never have any one income stream be more than 30% of your overall income. So what does that mean? That means you need at least three like primary sources of income, whether that be online casting or an agent or direct marketing or a combination of the above. You need to have those contingencies in place just so that you have sustainability and that no, even if one leg is swept out from under your business, you still have two other ones to keep it afloat. So um, that really got me to again kind of patch holes in my in the in my business ship, and just kind of think more seriously about approaching it. Like remembering that this is a business, right? And that I, ideally we want it to sustain us and maybe even care for our families for the long term, rather than just like these occasional victories.
2: Yeah, I think in that same discussion, Liz Deneshna mentioned how, I think it was 2018, she lost her biggest client. And it was like a third of her income and was still able to recover that year because of the other clients and work she does. So just makes sense to to have balance, like you said. Mm -hmm. Well, that wraps up our recap of the conference, Evocation 2021. We're going to play the live interviews we did on site, so to speak, it was virtual, but live during the conference, right after this word from our sponsors.
1: Hi everybody. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know about Studio Bricks. Studio Bricks designs and creates the highest performing portable sound isolation booths. Their professionally perfected acoustics enhances your performance and takes your recordings to their maximum quality from your home studio. Forget about managing noise conflicts with your neighbors and family. Pursue your passion for voiceover on your own time and on your own terms.
3: How many times has this happened to you? You're listening to the radio when this commercial comes on. Not unlike this one. And this guy starts talking. Not unlike myself.
4: Or maybe it's a woman that starts talking. Not unlike myself. And you think to yourself, geez, I could do that.
3: Well, mister. Well, missy. You just got one step closer to realizing your dream as a voiceover artist. Because now there's Global Voice Acting Academy. All the tools and straight-from-the-hip, honest information you need to get on a fast track to doing this commercial yourself.
4: Well, not this one exactly.
3: Classes, private coaching, webinars, home studio setup, marketing and branding help, members-only benefits like workouts, rate negotiation advice, practice scripts, and more. All without the kind of hype you're listening to right now. Go ahead, take our jobs from us. We dare you. Speak for yourself, buddy. I like what I do. And you will, too, when you're learning your craft at Global Voice Acting Academy. Find us at GlobalVoiceAcademy.com
4: because you like to have fun.
3: As a voice talent, you have to have a website, but what a hassle getting someone to do it for you. And when they finally do, they break or don't look right on mobile devices. They're not built for marketing and SEO. They're expensive. You have limited or no control and it takes forever to get one built and go live. So what's the best way to get you online in no time? Go to voiceactorwebsites.com. Like our name implies, voiceactorwebsites.com just does websites for voice actors. We believe in creating fast, mobile-friendly, responsive, highly functional designs that are easy to read and easy to use. You have full control. No need to hire someone every time you want to make a change. And our upfront pricing means you know exactly what your costs are ahead of time. You can get your voiceover website going for as little as $700. So if you want your voice actor website without the hassle of complexity and dealing with too many options. Go to voiceactorwebsites.com where your VO website shouldn't be a pain in the you know what.
2: Hi everybody, welcome back live to Evocation 2021. We're now joined by Gina Scarpa, who attended last year, and Gina, I understand you've had a pretty good run in the last 9 months since the last conference. Can you tell us a little bit about how Evocation helped your career?
5: Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And it was so nice meeting you last year and staying in touch. And, you know, so many things have have happened since last September, since evocation of 2020. I mean, the biggest thing was that since then I've picked up several agents. I had my first national TV commercial. I had the extreme pleasure of working with Lotus Productions, which was on my list of people I'd love to work with. I'm on the roster at New York AV Post and Michael Nicholas presented last year. Um, I spent six months working for and learning from Maria Pendolino. Um, I have so many friends and peers in the industry now, like the list just goes on and on and on. And every time I talk to Jamie and Karn about it, I can't say enough good things about the decision to attend last year. And I'm so happy to be back this year. It's so great to see everybody.
2: Wow, that's quite a, quite a year you've had. <laughs> <laughs> it's
5: quite a list, right? I know. It's, it's crazy. It's like it, it sort of snowballed kind of out of control and it's just been you know one great thing after the other and I'm, I'm really happy with where my career is at and i feel like i took away so many things not just from the panelists but even from the people in the break rooms when we were talking throughout the weekend it was really really awesome
2: wow i understand you've also started working with terry daniel and my apologies but <laughs> how's that going yes
5: i Good, good. I, yes, I do coaching and I love working with people that are, you know, either just getting into voiceover or, you know, trying to make a, maybe a boost in their career, maybe going from part time to full time or wanting to make a change from, say, doing commercials to animation and video games. So I coach, I write scripts, I, I direct and it's it's always fun. And, and I get excited for people, you know, almost as excited as they are for themselves
2: yeah that's great, and he knows i'm I'm kidding Terry's a, a good friend and he's been on the <laughs> yeah. show several times It's just uh we have one of those relationships where I just can't help ribbing every once in a while he does the same thing <laughs> you
5: got to have people like that in your life
2: exactly so we're now at the the morning of twenty twenty one evocation What's mm-hmm. been cool so far and what are you really looking forward to?
5: I mean marriage you know just blew me away last night i really I told her um this morning on social media, I was saying, I held it together till the very end. And then I just, I lost it. I started crying. It just was so inspirational. Her keynote speech last night, um, I just loved it. And then this morning we kicked things off with Tom Deere and Maria Pendolino and both they both always bring, I think so much realness to the table, which is always great. Like it's just straight to the point, kind of no BS voiceover, which is how I like to do things. So, so far things are off to a great start. I'm having a great time.
2: Yeah. You know, the funny thing we had Mara on last week, we were doing like mm-hmm. pre-show interviews with all the speakers and Mara said she was so nervous and at that no. point didn't even know what she was going to talk about. And I think she was just being modest because she absolutely knocked it out of the park and didn't seem like she wasn't prepared at all. Just amazing.
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I expected. I just, I'm I'm such a fan of her work. I, a lot of people who know me know when I'm not doing voiceover, I play video games. That's all, that's what I love to do. So I love playing League of Legends and Valorant. And I just started playing Fortnite again and Hearthstone. And, you know, Mare is a voice in so many of the games that I really enjoy. Oh, Destiny. I mean, so many things, mm-hmm. right? So, so I was thinking she was going to talk about that. And when she really yeah. got real and personal, it just... Like, it, it really, like, took my breath away. I just didn't see it coming. And I think we all were just, like, we couldn't, like, stop listening and, and looking at her and just feeling, I don't even know. It was so much emotion last night, for sure.
2: Yeah, it was great, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, there's still lots to come. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you at the rest of the conference and some of the parties afterwards. And thanks for being here on the show.
5: Yes, thank you so much for having me.
2: Hi, everybody. We're here with Robin Orr, voice actor, who is a vet of Evocation. Robin, tell us what you like about the conference and what you're still looking forward to.
4: I'm a huge fan of um, Evocation. I went last year, and um, it really just did so much for me in terms of my confidence, opening my eyes to the business. So um, I'm pretty excited. I didn't even, when I first got the schedule, I didn't even look. I just booked, like, both days. <laughs> I knew that I was going to be busy. But um, in terms of what's really jumped out at me, of course, Mara's... Um, keynote was just amazing. It was so raw and honest and just a story and perseverance and believing in yourself and, um, and, you know, being true to who you are and that just, I mean, you know, sometimes you just always need to hear or you often need to hear that um, just to really kind of remind yourself to be authentic and who you are is enough and you will find or, you know, you will find your crowd, you will find your lane or, you know, it will find you but um, just always to strive for that authenticity. So that was just really great to hear. Tom, of course, I love Tom Dare because you know he's just straight, um, a matter of fact, and I love his delivery. So um, always refreshing to kind of hear his take on on marketing and how to handle yourself with your business. Maria, you know, that exercise that she did at the beginning of class was so much fun. She just brings a lot of fun, a lot of engagement to whatever presentations she does. And one of the things that I love with her Thunderdome um, type exercises or games is that it really kind of makes you think quickly. And, you know, it's like exercising that brain and that muscle and for me, at any rate, it's like, you know, all the stuff that you learn, all the stuff that you process, and it's really kind of quick recall, like, how much is it really inside of yours? is it something that you have to study? Let me go look at that email. Let me go look at that chart. You know, it's kind of like... Building that muscle memory within yourself, which um, I find like listening to Miri gives me so much confidence. I feel like I put on a MP super cape whenever I have a <laughs> session or interaction with her, <laughs> because it feel so empowered. Like you come out of there feeling like, yes, I'm a businesswoman. I know my worth, and you are not going to talk me down. You know. <laughs> so, anyhow. Yeah, uh, one yeah of her I take. Love-
2: one of her, her notes was, "It's okay to say no, or or you don't have to say yeah. yes to everything." And that that's eye opening for me, because. I've sat through her talks before for the last couple of years at Evocation and I started doing that and it is empowering to say, you know what, we can't work together and and I'm just going to move on. And that it, it really feels good sometimes.
4: It does. It does. I mean, and I mean, I fortunately haven't had that yet, but I've definitely like channeled that with, with a lot of the releases that clients want you to sign and giving away your likeness and everything in perpetuity and the universe from now until, you know, anything that's yet to be created. Mm-hmm. And You're, you're right. Like knowing that if that, if taking some of that stuff out doesn't work for the other person that you walk away. I mean, yeah, I'm okay with walking away because I'm not going to sell myself to you for, you know, whatever this job is. So. Yeah. That's, that's great. Um, You know, I really enjoyed um, David's session as well. And I feel like there's a lot of, he was similar to Maria and kind of that building of confidence and knowing your worth. And, um, For whatever reason, um, well, that's a message that I always love to hear. And I think that's a message that's important for our industry to hear. So, you know, hearing that, having the data with GVAA behind me, us, um, to kind of really set those benchmarks, um, you know, just so helpful. And um, his delivery is like so cool and calm and just it comes over so well and so relatable. So I I always enjoy enjoy hearing him speak. Yeah, Um, he was great as well. So yeah. we're
2: almost done with day two. We're about to head into the, the festivities of networking night. What's something you're still looking forward to It's upcoming?
4: So um, Jordan Reynolds, for sure, because I think other than, um, you know, being able to deliver your lines, being able to deliver quality audio is super important. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, I do corporate narration, so I'm definitely looking forward to hearing Christy and J. Michael Collins on that. And of course, you know, business. So taxes. I mean, I wanna I wanna hear about taxes. I think taxes are important for us all. <laughs> That's not pretty sexy, but um yeah, I, I wanna I wanna learn more about kind of maximizing my kind of the business side of it. So I'm curious to hear what that that topic is about.
2: Yeah, me too. I'm sure it will all be good. Well, Robin, thanks for being here on the show. Where can folks find you if they want to work with you?
4: Yeah, they can check me out at voiceofroar.com. So actually it's V O. R-O-R-R.com. First name is Robin, last name or -Or O-R-R. So um, that might be a little bit tricky, but hopefully uh, Google will will assist you in finding me. (laughs)
2: All right. Thanks again. And we'll talk to you in in the rest of the conference.
4: Thanks. Take care. Thanks, Paul. Hi,
2: everybody. Welcome back live to Evocation 2021. We're now joined by Pamela Shapiro, who is a voice talent out of Long Island. Welcome, Pamela. How are you enjoying the conference so far?
6: Oh, I am loving it. It is so inspiring. I am so excited to get back into my booth next week and get to work.
2: So what's been your favorite part so far?
6: I have loved the working pros panel. That's the one that we just wrapped up. Mm -hmm. It was a good reminder that everyone's path to this career is different. And if it is what we love to go with it, and they quoted someone um, and it would My favorite quote that they said was, where you're standing, if it's thunderstorming, where you're standing, then move. So if what you're doing isn't working, (laughs) try a different path. And I just, I felt that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We've been lucky on this show to have interviews with with everybody on the panel, actually. And they're all great people, all have fantastic advice. So yeah, great, great stuff. Yes. So we're almost to the end of day, full day one. It's Saturday evening here on the East Coast. and We still have a lot to go. What's something you're looking forward to tomorrow or the rest of tonight?
6: I am excited for Tom Aglio's panel first thing tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to network yourself and just gaining that confidence to find new client bases and find a new client base and reach out to them and just promote yourself in that way.
2: Do you know Tom or have you worked on them before?
6: I have attended one of his classes that was either run by voice actors of New York Mm -hmm. or vocation. I can't remember which one. And I really liked how he has built his brand on direct marketing. I thought that was really empowering.
2: Yeah, I agree. He's also just a great dude. I met him in person at the first vocation conference in New York and uh, stayed in contact. So, yeah, looking forward to that as well. Well, Pamela, it's great to have you on the show. Tell us where can folks find you if they want to work with or hire you.
6: Sure, um, you can find me at my website pamela.shapiro.com or message me on Instagram pamela.shapiro24. I'm also on Voices and will soon be on Voices One, Two, Three after this conference.
2: Fantastic. Well, thanks for being here, and hopefully, I'll see you at the networking party.
6: Thanks for having me. I will be there.
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Evocation 2021. We're now joined by Wendy Lands, who is a multi-talented artist in music and voiceover based in the Toronto area of Canada. So, Wendy, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Hey, thanks so much. I'm great, and I'm so happy to be on the show because I'm a fan of yours.
2: Well, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. So, tell us, what drew you to Evocation and what has been some of the highlights for you so far? I think
0: drew me is um over the past year i've you know like read different people's accounts of various conferences because there are so many conferences there's something about vocation that really stood out for me um it seemed like it was um it created relationships it seemed like people were able to really network in a special way and that's why i chose it
2: Yeah, I'd have to agree. And you don't even really have to try that hard. (laughs) People have made relationships that didn't even think that they were doing a good job, I think. Especially the first year they did the electronic version. I guess that's what the E stands for. Uh, People made some lifelong friendships. And I still talk to people pretty much every, every week or every two weeks that I met last year.
0: It is great for that. You're absolutely right. That's beautiful. I haven't really met anybody. Maybe you're the first person. I don't know. But maybe tonight I'll, I'll maybe tonight I'll get lucky and I'll make some friends for life.
2: Yeah, I have to say the networking is probably the, the the best part. They did that really well last year where they were able to sort of force people to get to know each other because and I think they're planning on doing this tomorrow night where they use these breakout rooms to Sort of round robin people and, and stick them into a different room every couple of minutes, and it sort of yes, forced people great. to meet new people, and that was great. But
0: I'm into that. I love that idea. I love, I love that because you don't really know who you want to be. I want to meet everybody and all kinds of people, so that's a great idea.
2: Yeah, and people have great stories that you you may not necessarily get out of them in a big group like we were just in in the the main room. So
7: yeah,
2: we'll see. Sure. So tomorrow sure. we're. we're most of the way through the last day. We're just doing the, the networking night now. What's something you're looking forward to on Sunday?
7: What am
0: I looking forward to on Sunday? Well, what is the VO timeline? I'm looking forward to that because I cannot figure out what it is. What do you think it is?
2: Well, did you listen to our interview with Jean-Francois?
0: No, I did not.
2: Okay. He, he laid it out a little bit. He's basically going to talk about his sort of rise to, to stardom, he wouldn't use that word, but he is he is a star, and how it's different for everybody, and there is no one way to sort of make it in the business, so that's basically oh God, what he's talking I about.
0: That. I love that, I love that. Yes, so actually I am looking forward to that, because I totally feel that way too. There are so many ways to have success in this business, and there's so many paths. Well, you forge your own path, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm curious to hear that for sure.
2: Yeah, that'll be great. And I just, I love Jean-Francois. He's like a big teddy bear. I love just hearing his voice.
0: Cool. Well, I look forward to that because I, I don't know him.
2: Well, hopefully you'll meet him tomorrow or tonight if he comes into the, into the networking room and get to know him. He's, he's a great guy.
0: Yeah, that would be great.
2: So Wendy, before we go, where can people find you if they want to hire you or work with you?
0: Oh, my God. Well, they can certainly find me at wendylands.com, which is my website. I'm making a brand new website right now. Every time I, every time uh, one of these panels finishes, I run back to my website. I'm building a new website on Squarespace. I'm very excited about it. But, yeah, if you want me for any kind of... Well, I mostly do um, TV commercials, web commercials, radio commercials. I do a lot of singing. Uh, and I've done a ton of promos. So if you are looking for a new voice for that, look no further than wendylands.com.
2: Okay, Wendy, thanks so much for being here and look forward to seeing you the rest of tonight.
0: Okay, great to talk to you, Paul. Thank you.
1: Hi, everybody. I am here with Yal Razawi, a Brooklyn-based voice talent and an attendee and scholarship winner at Evocation 2021. How are you doing, Yael?
8: I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So for those of
1: you who didn't know about the scholarship, tell us about that. What was it like to win one?
8: Oh, wow. Um, I know it sounds super cliche, but I truly felt like Charlie, in Charlie and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Um, I truly <laughs> never win anything. Um, and so I saw that Karin uh, and Jamie posted on the Voice Actors of New York Facebook page that they are accepting you know applications for scholarship and I was like why not you know I'm new to the voiceover world let me just try and I was totally shocked that I was a recipient and just felt so grateful that you know they they chose me they really liked what I had to say and they believed in me I think that's the most important part is that I had someone believe in me who I've never met before uh, and just based off of what I wrote yeah
1: what did you actually have to do for the scholarship
8: It was an application online. And, you know, they ask you all sorts of questions. How long have you been in the business for? Why do you want to join the conference? What do you love about voiceover? Why did you get into voiceover? Just kind of, you know, just to get to know you a little bit. They want to know your background.
1: Well, that's awesome. Congratulations.
8: Thank you so much. Well,
1: now that you're at the conference, what have you enjoyed? What are you looking
8: forward to? Well, it's only been one night, but I'm already super stoked for the rest of uh, the rest of the event. Tonight, we had Mara Juno speak as our keynote speaker and Gilbert Gottfried as our entertainment. And I can't stop smiling. My mouth and face just hurt with all the laughter and also tears. Mar- Mara's speech was just so inspirational and um, very vulnerable. And I was just very touched that I was able to be witness to that and hear her story and then gilbert you know i just like that's all you have to say it's gilbert gottfried you know that's all you can say and you you understand uh he's a riot and so sweet uh so yeah I, i'm loving it that's what surprised me with the sweetness right <laughs> yeah, but, i mean I, like your old like little jewish man you know like he reminded me of my grandpa a little bit not to like be rude why, or,
1: thank he's just
8: you sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I, he's here
1: that's all I got. Maybe two words. <laughs> That's so awesome. What else are you looking forward to about the conference?
8: For sure. I'm very excited that this is all about the business side of voiceover. I'm really looking forward to voiceover for LinkedIn and how to market myself and also how to quote for what I do. Because I'm very new to the voiceover world, I just really want to soak it all in. I I know this sounds, again, cliche, but be a sponge and just hear what everyone has to say. There have been people who have this as their only career. People that are brand new and have questions that I may have and I might be a little shy to ask or I didn't even think to ask. That's what I'm most excited about is how can I promote myself as this voiceover professional and be confident in my work. This voiceover community is one of the most positive communities I've ever been a part of. And that's another part of why I'm excited is just to be involved and get to meet so many people
1: awesome well you carry yourself like you're part of the old guard it's great
8: oh why thank you very much
1: (laughs) it's been wonderful talking with you Yaël. if people want to hire you or if they want to reach out to you how can they do that
8: absolutely um to that i say thank you uh and please uh my website is yaelrezawi.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Yummy ya Ellie. Uh I'm a big foodie. I love making shakshuka and have, you know, Bloody Mary. So there's a lot of, you know, foodie content, but just also wholesome family content as well. But those are the best places to reach me.
2: Great. Thank you. Have a great day. You
8: too. Thank you.
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Evocation 2021. We're now live with Jennifer Walls, who's a voice talent based in Atlanta. How are you, Jennifer?
9: I'm good. How are you?
2: Fantastic.
1: So tell us, Jennifer, what have you been up to at Evocation, and what have been some of your favorite parts?
9: Yeah, so I have been having my mind blown this entire weekend. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I think, um, gosh, some of my best parts have been... um, Oh, all of it! <laughs> <laughs> I can't really pick one that I that I love. I'm really looking forward to what's coming up next for sure. So that's exciting.
1: Awesome. Which is what about your top three? <laughs> yeah.
9: Oh, my top three! Oh gosh. Um, probably the working prose panel was amazing last night, and um, Maria's mystery class was amazing. That was a lot of fun. And, you know, the studio pros panel, um, I thought that was really, with Lotus production and Soundbox, I thought that was really eye-opening, especially with the talks that was going on about AI and the future and everything. That was, that was really, um, really great.
2: Yeah, I love how Jim and Sam put a positive spin on things. So it's, it's usually all doom and gloom when we're talking about AI, right? But they have a completely different view of it.
9: Absolutely. Yeah, it was really um, comforting to hear them talk about um, the future of voiceover and AI and, you know, playing together. It it actually, you know, settled some nerves for sure.
1: Wonderful. So you mentioned that you're actually looking forward to uh, today's events the most. What in particular?
9: Well, I have to say I'm really looking forward to um, Jordan's panel coming up um, on recording techniques. I'm taking his Audio Ninja course right now, which is phenomenal. And, um, and I've heard him speak before about like studio setup and, and you know, general um, tech talk. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to hear what he has to say today about his, uh, his course and recording techniques.
1: Yeah, it's great. And he's got a real yeah. neck for instruction. I'm sure it's going to be a good panel.
9: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, Jennifer, thanks for being here on the show. Tell folks where they can find you or hire you if they want to uh, if they want to work with you.
9: Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, you can find me at my website, Jen- uh, Jenniferwalls.com. I'm sorry, Jenniferwalls.net. <laughs> and um, you can email me at the Jenniferwalls at gmail.com.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We are interviewing attendees for the Evocation 2021 conference, and I am here with Mike Cantrell, a voice talent out in my neck of the woods in Washington State.
7: How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing pretty good, Sean. Good to talk to you.
1: So I wanted you on the podcast for a couple of reasons. First off, you're a scholarship winner. That's really cool. Tell us about that.
7: Well, uh, through the VO School and then the Evocation uh, Facebook group, uh Karin and Jamie put out um, scholarships. Well, actually, on top of the scholarships they put out, quite a few very generous donors added their scholarships to the mix. And uh, I filled out some, uh, you know, a little testimonial and sent it in. And I was lucky enough to uh, receive one of the scholarships for this year. So this is my first conference. So I'm pretty stoked about that.
1: Awesome. That's actually the second reason I wanted to talk to you is that it's your first conference experience. Tell us about it.
7: Well, you know, I'm I'm about a year and a half or so into my voiceover journey. And, you know, of course, I hear about all the different conferences and uh, who wouldn't want an excuse to get out of town for a few days and and hang out with like-minded people and learn as much as you can. Definitely interested in, you know, VO Atlanta and uh, vocation to start it up a couple of years ago in New York, getting all excited about it. And then, of course, COVID hits. So, um, you know. <laughs> right. You kind of wonder how it's gonna work with the the Zoom and, and whatnot, but you know, at the end of the day, there's so many uh really successful and brilliant people that are willing to share their knowledge with those of us that are really trying to launch into this business. And I'm just really excited to not only just listen and soak in as much as I can from uh the panel guests, but just network and meet some people that like I said, are like-minded. And so I, I was really excited to, to be a part of this.
1: Great. I love the enthusiasm. So let's talk about what you're looking forward to seeing this weekend.
7: You know, <laughs> I was going down the list and looking at the schedule, and I, I'm on the West Coast, and this takes place in Eastern Standard Time, so everything is really early to start.
1: It's like 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. for us.
7: <laughs> My coffee maker is set, and <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's going to be early, but I'm going to do it. I know that I can watch uh, later as um, as part of the conference, but I really want to be there live as it happens. But I'm really looking forward to um, the panels, especially with um, the Studio Pros panel with Jim Canelli and uh, Sam Ufret and Tim Friedlander. I'm really looking forward to that one. Lotus Productions is amazing in my eyes. And I'm really looking forward to the LinkedIn for VO with Tracy Lindley Uh, I've heard all of these people interviewed on podcasts such as this one. Um, And they're just, all of them are so willing to help and and just share their knowledge. Honestly, Sean, there's so many that I'm not going to miss for the world.
1: That's great. That's great. And definitely try and get up early, because if you've never seen Tom Deere's presentation on expanding your network, it's amazing. And then, of course, my colleague David Toback and Maria Pendolino, she's doing her mystery thing in the morning. And then right after that, uh, David Tobak's going to be talking about the importance of knowing your rates and knowing your worth. So it's, it's a pretty jam-packed morning.
7: Every single one, there's, I know I'm going to take something from, I got my notepads ready and uh, Tom Deere, I was looking at it going, man, that's going to be early, but you know what? It's worth it. Um, I'm I'm hoping to join this conference live next, next year. And either way, I'm going to be up for it. So, (laughs) so definitely going to do that one. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to every, every single speaker. I'll be soaking it in.
1: Awesome. Anything else you want to tell us? I mean, we did just wrap up with an awesome keynote in Gilbert frickin' Godfrey. How cool was that?
7: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let me go to the keynote first because uh, Mara Juno was just unbelievable. Um, inspiring is such an understatement for everything that not only she's been through and shared with us, but where she's come to now. I mean, she just... Unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Uh, newfound respect.
1: Mm-hmm. She deserves every bit of success she has earned. Absolutely.
7: And then some, and then some. Just uh, amazing. And then turning, <laughs> switching gears into Gilbert Gottfried, I don't think anybody knew what to expect with Gilbert. Really? <laughs> well, I think we all kind of knew that he might be a little, uh, well, Gilbert, mm-hmm. but. Once he got talking and answering questions, just to hear him be him and just talking off the cuff, it was really entertaining, really fun. And I'm really happy that he decided to join the conference this year. It was really cool.
1: Yeah, and he was so nice. And honestly, I never really thought of him as a deadpan comic, but it's just he had his rolling so hard.
7: Well, and the Fifty Shades of Grey quotes were very interesting
1: (laughs) yeah unfortunately for people listening we can't really tell you most of what he did but um hopefully that'll inspire you to come to next year's evocation and maybe we have a guest of equal
7: caliber (laughs) i'm still laughing it was great it was awesome i'm really looking forward to the rest of this weekend um i'm I'm gonna get some rest and uh, be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed ready to go tomorrow morning
1: Sounds great, Mike. Anything you want to tell us about how to get a hold of you if you want to be hired as a voice talent?
7: Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, My name is Mike Cantrell. You can reach me, Mike, at mlcvoice.com. That's mlcvoice.com. And uh, you can reach out, shoot me a message, find me on social media, all that fun stuff.
1: Brilliant. Thanks so much for being on the podcast.
7: Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it.
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Evocation 2021. I'm now joined by Megan Selke, who's a voice talent based out of Charleston, South Carolina, or Charleston adjacent, we'll say. How are you, Megan?
10: I'm good. How are you?
2: <laughs> well, thanks. So tell me, what's drew you to Evocation and what have you enjoyed the most so far?
10: Uh, well, to be honest, I didn't even know about it. Um, and a friend I met through VO Atlanta, um, we were chatting and she asked if I was coming to this and I was like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) And she explained it. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I am because that's actually on my list of things to focus on the business side of the business. Um, I don't, you know, haven't been given that as much attention as the training and getting coaching and, you know, practicing and auditioning and all that jazz. So, and it's been awesome. It's been super informative, brain fried in one day. So that's good.
2: Yeah. Somebody described it as uh drinking from the fire hose. And I guess that's pretty much every yeah. conference, but this one even more so.
10: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I feel like, uh, I mean, every presenter so far has been super, like, uh, they've been very well prepared, very informative on the topic that they've been presenting on. Um, like, uh, Tom Deere gave a bunch of really great advice, um, you know, about how to approach your, uh, building your client list and things like that. And, um, had a lot of, uh, good tips from Tracy Lindley on using LinkedIn, which has been good. Cause I have a LinkedIn and I just kind of like trying ish, but, um, feel like I've got some good points to move forward that might make it actually more useful resource for trying to get more clients so yeah everybody's been awesome so
2: yeah great content for sure just as it is every year but this year is no different so we're at the end of saturday or almost we have the party and it's going till question mark but tomorrow (laughs) what's something you're still looking forward to
10: Um, (laughs) nerdily, the tax talk, um, (laughs) because, you know, I, I actually do our taxes, um, but I'm a little apprehensive to approach doing my taxes this year, because this will be, this is the first year I've, I just started this. So this is the first year I'll have an income and voiceover. So, uh, I will need to know how to approach that. And, um, I'm excited about the uh, speakers that they got, um, for the union. Uh, that's also been a big question. You know, dream jobs, um, are big animation union type jobs that, is it worth trying to join now? Is it something to just wait until one of those jobs, you know, falls magically in my lap? Cause that's going to happen, you know? So I'm excited to hear what they have to say and, and, um, the direction they see things going with the union and union work and things like that. So,
2: well, I'm looking forward to those as well and everything for the rest of Evocation. So before yeah. that, though, Megan, if people want to hire you or work with you, where can they find you?
10: I am on LinkedIn as Megan Selke. Um, I am on Twitter as Megan Selke underscore VO and Instagram as Megan Selke underscore VO. And I have my website, which is Meganselkievoiceover.com.: <laughs> All
2: right. Thanks for being here, Megan, and looking forward to seeing you the rest of the conference.
10: Thanks for having me, Paul.
3: Walgreens, Because it's flu season, you live in a place with doorknobs and handrails and, you know, people.
5: We tried booking a vacation
9: rental on one of those other websites. They don't always tell you everything. The
3: stars take it to the red carpet. We are back live from the red carpet. California leads the way for
7: change in America, and so does Kamala Harris.
3: Rated M for Mature. Claire Redfield
8: and who exactly are you so yeah
9: what hashtag should I use to describe a grown man in a tuxedo wrestling a goat
3: and prior to 1933 many of them belonged to a variety of political parties that were now outlawed in Germany
1: this is the story of how Q got curly. Quinn was crazy about curls. Curly fries, curly straws, curly-haired dogs.
3: Hey, Jay Michael here. Thanks for listening to the VO podcast. It's one of my favorites. If you're looking for a great demo like the ones you just heard, check out jmcdemos.com for more information.
1: Wow, that was awesome. I always enjoy talking to people who come to conferences for their first time or to, like, a really impactful one because you just, like, I don't know, it's the nostalgia factor. It makes you remember how, how hungry and passionate we were when we joined, right? And what was really cool, too, was how many scholarships were being offered for people to attend. There was like over a dozen scholarships that were, that were offered by anonymous donors, by presenters, um, people who had presented in the past. It was amazing.
2: Yeah, it's like you said, it's always great to get the perspective because, let's face it, we're not newbies anymore, as much as I loathe to admit it. We do have some establishment in the business now. So when people ask questions in in a conference, we can actually help and, and sometimes offer advice. And it's great to be able to do that. And then, as we've talked about, so it never hurts to have your ego stroked. So somebody in one of the chats, <laughs> they, just typed out, they just typed out in all caps, Hey, Paul, I love the VO meter. And I was like, yeah, right on.
1: <laughs> I know, our occasional weekends of pseudo-celebrity
2: status. <laughs> yeah, there we go.
1: So... Speaking of the conference, thank you so much to Karen Guilfrey and Jamie Muffet for having us again as a uh, as a podcast sponsor. We'd love to do it as often as you'll have us.
2: So that's a wrap for eVocation 2021. Hopefully next year it won't be eVocation anymore. It'll we'll be back to regular old vocation. And we we'll get to see everybody in person, slap some hands, some high fives, and maybe give some hugs and get back to the new normal.
1: Or a better normal.
2: There we go. Like Mara said.
1: Well, that wraps up this episode of the V-O-Meter.
2: Measuring your voiceover progress. Coming up, we have interviews with John Malone from the Malone Zone and Doree allen Nieves. so stay tuned for both of those. Thanks so much, everybody. You'll hear from us in the next one.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the V-O-Meter. To follow along, visit us at www.vometer.com.
2: We'd also love to hear your comments or suggestions for the show. Or if you have a questionable gear purchase, tell us all about it on our Facebook page or on Twitter at The VOMeter.